keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. I'm here with Scotty Chaplin. What up? The Boy Wonder out of North Jersey. We're going to come up with some good nicknames, I think, I eventually. Yeah, I think Boy Wonder's been done a lot. Boy Wonder? Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, it's such a nice name. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> Plus... Plus, you're not really a boy anymore. No, but uh, please keep calling me that. It's the only thing I do you have. Look, today, you look because you have a like, Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah. And a Freddie Mercury, and then you have dyed hair. Your hair is always fucking dyed. You look Lately, like a character yeah. from True Romance or something. Yeah, I was going for uh, Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't going for that, but, you know. You're like, all your life I did look in the mirror grade. and go, ooh. Like, after that, you were just like, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. I didn't That's it. Uh, we're going to do a five count before today. We're talking about like horror indie shows, uh, indie wrestling or horror indie wrestling promotions. One of the lists we got from Bleacher Report and we each have our own stories of going to events that are, are crazy. Zach, I'm sure you do too. Uh, not really, actually. Really? I, uh, I used to actually work for an indie promotion on, on Long Island. Uh, they're called. It already is a horror show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in my experience, and, and we'll get to it after the five count. But there's a difference between indie shows when we were kids and indie shows now. Mm. Yeah. Because holy when hell, we were, when we were a kid, growing they were up, an indie horrendous. show was like a, a, a ooh. It was it was like a deadbeat dad convention, and that was <laughs> that was the fathers that took us and the wrestlers performing, or or in some cases both. <laughs> yeah. All right, kid, wait there. I gotta do my oh, match. Man. I was working for a Long Island wrestling promotion. Which, it, which it was actually was it? it was actually really nice. It was uh they're called VPW. Uh, they're still going. Still around. Yeah, they they do they do good numbers. A lot of people show up. It's like a family friendly kind of indie show, so there's no like death matches and stuff That's like great. that. That's so nice. so it was really nice. And I, oh, I worked nice. there for a while. I trained to be a wrestler. I I refereed a bunch of matches. Wow. So, oh wow! I didn't even yeah. train to be a wrestler. I did. Yes, that's a secret. What was the gimmick? Did you have a gimmick in mind? Ooh, well, funny story about that. I guess this could be the horror of this. Uh, when I was training, the promoter, the trainer, the head trainer, he was telling me and my buddy who started with me, and he's like, all right, so when you guys are ready to get in the ring, here's my gimmick idea for you guys. You guys are going to be the grammar police. You're going to wear SWAT gear, and you're going to come out and interrupt promos and correct people's <laughs> That's actually grammar. not bad. Yeah. No, it, it's not the worst. It's, it's not, not the worst. worst. And it's fun for family-friendly. Exactly. It was It was part of the promotion. Uh, I didn't. So it was up, like the shield, but with... Exactly. Before the shield even was a thing, though. And uh, I didn't end up obviously doing that, but years later, I see a poster for one of their recent indie shows, and there's the, there, there's the grammar cop. He ended up doing it, so... 
with somebody Better else. If it's three people. I mean, that though. is a hateable person on the on the internet. Everybody talks about the person who corrects the. That's grammar. why everybody loves Trump because he fucks up yeah. on Twitter all the time. Yeah. All the supporters are like, he's dumb like us. It re- that is really, yeah, that is his They appeal. say it's purposeful. Oh, you think he's he's Well, that's messing what I've heard, the grapevine. I, or maybe that's what they're saying. Because the dirt sheet, the political dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> the political dirt sheets are saying it's it's to make him more relatable. There's but, no way he's although, that smart. I mean, yesterday. You think Donald Trump, before this, was sitting <laughs> in his office like, good evening, kind <laughs> sir. <laughs> no. He's been Would eating nuggets since mouth? he was 20. Yeah, he, um, I mean, the thing over the weekend, those horrible Easter bombings, and he's like, 135 million people died. He tweeted that. It was, that. it was crazy. Whew. It was insane. All right. You First said 135 off, million? Yeah, when there's 200 people. <laughs> he just didn't give a shit. Um, he just meant a lot. That's, and that's all he's going to say. That's going to be his excuse. I meant a lot. That's what I was saying. It felt like that he's many. Like, yeah, the liberal media is going to twist this around, say that I meant something else wow. when I didn't. All right, I, I guess the biggest pro wrestling story in the world... Is that CM Punk came back? He's back, guys. You wanted it. You got it. In the worst you- <laughs> way possible. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it how you wanted it? <laughs> Fuck no. This is wrestling, all right? <laughs> For those of you that haven't seen the footage, he he hops. What does he do? I mean, he- well, he comes out in, in almost in kind of like the matador type way. Um, and he, he like he like crunches or crouches really low. And he's wearing a luchador mask or a black mask, kind of the black scorpion type mask. Gives a dude a GTS and then also leaves in that like luchador, like secretive way. Yeah, like a but putty. It was clearly like the putties from Power Rangers. That's what it reminded me. Yeah, of. it was it was for um, uh, I think MKE Productions. Yeah, his Silas Young, who is his friend at Ring of Honor, I guess runs it, and he just thought it would be super fun. Yeah, and. The reason that they're confirming it's him is because the jacket he was wearing, he took a picture with a kid later that night uh, in that same outfit that he was wearing with the luchador mask. It's pre- You know why I'm happy about it? Cause, n- not because it goes, oh, this is a sign that he's open to wrestling again. Because, yeah, maybe. But it's a sign that uh, he's being nice. Like, it's a sign he's having <laughs> fun. Because He's, he's going to sue... Uh, that kid now for outing him. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, but it's like the kids gonna have to set up a GoFundMe to have a legal battle against CM Punk. He's like, it, there, there was something where to put that behind him. I feel like the, you know, even if you don't love wrestling like you used to, you have to at least kind of like it. And to act, to watch him act like he didn't like it was so fucking boring to me and so lame. Oh, you can't not like something to do that. Yes, and, and and so to see him do this, it's like, oh, he came out to hang with a buddy who's in wrestling. He watched the show. Right. You know, someone asked him, do you want... There's no way he showed up and he's like, hey, I got a pitch. Like, someone was like, do you want to run out? Or however it happened, jokingly. And he said, yeah, sure. Yeah, and so it's like, the headline shouldn't be CM Punk is back in wrestling, because it's not. It should be CM Punk had a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk let his guard down for an evening. <laughs> Apparently, it again, like over the weekend, too, he had 
he wrote this really nice post about Eddie Guerrero and Rey I Mysterio. And then by the end of it, he was still challenging somebody to fight, some Twitter troll. So you got a problem with that? Wow. You can meet me at my dojo. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gave out the address. Dude, you can't fucking, like, after you have those two MMA fights, you can't use that as a no. threat anymore. I, I remember after the second MMA fight, I was genuinely like, oh, he can't come back. Because yeah. although I know all of this isn't real, if you can't real fight, like, like his real fighting made it so he can't even fake fight to me. That's how bad his yeah. real fighting was. It was it, it, it made him so incapable because it wasn't, oh, he got punched in the face a bunch of times. Like, he was, like, flailing around a lot, like, <laughs> running. I don't know what his wrists were doing. It was always, like, very strange. And it made him come off like the anti-athlete. Like, he, he couldn't even run. Yeah, his stance, he's not an athlete. He's also in his late 30s. It's not like he had an athletic background before this. No, he's just some some straight-edge kid who liked who liked, Piper. who liked wrestling, and yeah. his body got super fucked up from it. Yeah. So now he's just like a guy. I mean, it, it really was that last match. We, but, you know, like, if you're a non-educated fan, you're like, well, at least that last fight, he put up more of a fight against the Mickey Gall fight. Um, but, like, if you're an educated MMA fan, which I'm not, uh, I think Dana White uh, barred the guy he faced from ever fighting Ellsworth okay. fighting again yeah, because he's like, you should have ended that bragging within and... 30 seconds. Yeah. So that was the worst fight I've ever seen. Yeah. And that Mickey Gall fight is is just still one of the biggest UFC maulings of all time. Such a bummer. The only thing that CM Punk could do was he could take punishment. He took punishment Yeah. in that yeah. fight because of years of you know punishment from WWE. Uh, number two, AEW, the match has been announced, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin. Oh, yeah. We all wanted to see that match. They gave us exactly what we wanted. I watched that promo like five times. I've watched it three times. So If you haven't good. seen it, you guys have You guys have to check it out. And they're bringing back uh, Dustin in the best way possible, where they're having like half his face be makeup. Yeah. And... I don't know if he's gonna wear a bodysuit. I'm not sure. I, I just know. love like the color choice. It's yeah. like it, it's very obvious. Like he was like, "All right, what colors are gonna work?" And but it's easy. I'd be like, "The red is for the blood of." It's like no, it's just you can't use gold. Like WWE, like maybe like copy wrote gold. Like for real, he can't he can't dress in gold. That's the whole reason he went to TNA and he wasn't in gold. He can't do that. That's gold dust. Yeah. And so you got to pick another color. God, remember when he went to WCW for like one night? Yeah. And he shat all over the gimmick they gave him, and that was his promo. Oh man. It was like the most Vince Russo thing ever. I think Vince Russo was at was at WCW at the time. I'm not sure. But it was such like a Russo. You know, and I, I'm I, I actually wanted them to bring up WWE more in that promo. I, I thought I did, and then I rethought about it and I was like, eh. It's good. It's good that they're just making it about the brothers, yeah, and they're not the making it about like Cody leaving because uh, Dustin the WWE. I've I've felt that with every interview where the other is mentioned, like since I've known of them, they do not get along like we assume they get along. And what I mean by that is, I think they like. I think they're fine with each other. I don't. I think just they don't, have I think beef. they're kind of strangers. Yes, exactly. I don't think they have beef. I just they don't see each other as brothers. 18 years is a huge difference. It's a huge gap. And also, it's like, this guy's traveling the world, then you're doing this. It's like, you just don't really know each other. Like, you're, most of Cody's friends are more brothers than Dustin. 
Absolutely. And that's fine. It's just we're perceiving it as, oh, they're brothers, and so this means this. No, they actually don't really know each other that well. And and so when Dustin said, you know, I tell him I love you, and he never says anything back, it's like, I actually believe that. I believe Dustin is willing to go, hey, I love you, and Cody feels uncomfortable because he's like, I don't really know you. Yeah, and it's a we- and they've both had two very different lives. Yeah. I loved that was my favorite part when you just talk about he's like I I think Cody was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and it's like you're right how true is that I mean the whole time Dustin is a kid Dusty's gone and then Cody gets Dusty like all to himself essentially all to himself and a healthy Dusty you know like not one healthy that's as, well healthy as as yeah, a Dusty as, as could Dusty get. can get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still has like all those blade I mean, jobs that's, in his forehead. And that's in so many families. This, why did dad treat you this way and me that way? Yeah, well, John Lennon had that too. Dude, it, this match is going to be so good. It is going to be good. How do you think it ends? Oh, oh, I know how it ends. Cody wins, right? Yeah. He, he, has, he has to. It, it would be odd, I think, if Dustin won. I think that he could have Dustin win. Because yeah, they it, need a rematch then, though. They they need a rematch, but also it, Cody's in a weird position because he's running the company. That that's still something I, I'm I'm wondering about AEW. It's how do you stack everybody on that card? I think it's fine if you make Omega the top guy because he was already the top guy before the promotion started. Yes, but Cody putting himself over as the top guy is going to raise a lot of eyebrows. I. I mean, that's my biggest fear with it, knowing that these four guys are booking it. And so any win they have or any any TV time they have, you're going to have this weird thing in the back of your head going, oh, you put yourself in that position, which is fine, but it's... If we Cody like really we wanted- like the idea of guys are out like we don't li- I don't like thinking about why is this person out here, and when they're out there I'm afraid my brain is gonna go oh they wrote themselves into this part. Well, so it's, it's just such a weird thing because Cody kind of be you know he did become a main event guy on the indie scene. Oh yeah, but I th- feel like if this promotion has to work, uh, he needs to put himself almost on the mid card of his own promotion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Because it, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird because people um, are going to start to get, like... You know, because Cody Rhodes, I think, is phenomenal. I loved him in WWE. I loved him after WWE. But you just don't want to get to the point where you're you're getting compared to Kevin Nash or something. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I still... I just don't see a guy who I'm assuming is retiring this year in Dustin beating his younger brother. It's a yeah. weird way to go. It's not necessarily on- honorable. It'll be a to great have match. your little brother put you over. And I think they have a lot to build off of, like this next month. That could get way more personal. Like they oh, didn't yeah. show everything. No, 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 no. They didn't, and and I'm excited for that. And so the way I think it ends, and I'm so excited for it. I think they're gonna beat the hell out of each other. I yeah. think there's gonna be some blood. I think Cody's a storyteller. That's like a thing with Cody is he's not the greatest in the ring. He's like nowhere near a lot of. But he's these good. He's guys. solid. But he's solid. You think he's better in the ring than Dustin? Like it, at each other's at their peaks. I don't think Dustin was able to show everything he had mm-hmm. because of the times, but I think Dustin is a, is a beast. I think. I mean, in the ring, that guy. He's unreal. And if if you want to talk about somebody who's been able to work. Forever. At a high level. It's like Forever. him and PCO. Yeah. That's a match we need. 
<laughs> I don't know if we do. But we only if he's John Pierre Lafitte. But oh gosh. I saw like a, a, a link to like a documentary about him on YouTube. Have so you like, watched it? No. <laughs> I can't do this to myself. I talked with him before and you know, we'll talk about this during my indie uh, wrestling horror stories, but I talked to him beforehand. Um, and I was like, hey, what do you want me to put over? Because I was doing commentary for one of his matches. He's like, oh, uh, so I do this Frankenstein thing now. Like He told me exactly what he what he does. It's not uh, bad. That's, it's pretty great. Yeah, I, I, I saw him. It's Everybody pulls out their cameras, and they want to see this guy, you know. Do a moonsault at 50. Yeah. I wonder if WWE's going to hire him. No. I wonder. <sighs> see, Dude, I their w- cameras are better than everybody's. And so <laughs> they really are. You see the age in a man's face when he goes to the WWE. That's true. And I can't, I can't do it. I can't see this guy wrestle for WWE. Do you think they hired Jay Lethal? I think they should. WWE? I think anybody would be happy to hire Jay Lethal. I, I don't know why they haven't tried. I mean, I'm assuming they have tried and they he's have, not biting. Yeah, they probably haven't given him a great contract. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he would, he would be buried in that roster. Yeah, and I can we even get mad? It's a huge roster. It's a huge roster now. You really it's a can't huge get mad. Goddamn roster, man. Oh, but yeah. So Cody ends. Uh, Cody and Dustin ends with them beating the hell out of each other, getting some blood. It's gonna be great. Blah blah blah. They're both whoever wins. I think Cody wins. It's gonna be like the Ric Flair Shawn Michaels thing. They're both gonna be sobbing while it happens, and they're gonna hug each other. And it's gonna be this moment of look what we got done for Dad. It's going to be so fucking cool, man. I yeah. am going to cry like a bitch. I've been crying a lot lately. <laughs> do, they, uh, do, they do, they, do they do it as a main event? I think Please, I Kenny know. Jericho is the main event. Because, because... But how do you make Cody you go, that? Because, listen, the Cody-Dustin thing, jerk, jerks, real jerks could go, this is a WWE storyline. And this is these are two WWE guys main eventing this new thing. I guess you can say that about Jericho too, but the thing is, with Jericho, it's no, here's the new thing versus the old thing, and watch this new thing beat the old thing. And that's a way to Omega's end the gotta go over in that. Oh, match. Of course he's gotta go over. And, and and you have to end that show with the future standing in the ring. And the future's Kenny Omega. It's not Cody Rhodes, man. It's not Cody and Dustin hugging. That's a great moment. Cody was in the middle of the show at All In, and it was... Oh, you weren't at All In. You weren't at All In. Okay. No, I, I mean, I, I saw it. But there, I, was at it the, was, I was at the event, but yeah, I didn't I mean, get there to was, see the actual matches. When that match started, and it was like at the halfway point of the pay-per-view, there was like this feeling of, this is very important, and it really mattered, and people really cared. And then the show went on, and there was other important moments, too, and the main event was great. You know, like, it's just... What match was the hottest from being in the... Skrull Okada was the best it was the coolest the coolest so good omega uh pentagon was phenomenal that was a lot of people's favorite match but i uh got a little excited and i was in the nosebleeds and when omega came out i tried to make my way down to the bottom and i just ended up like in a corner of like uh wheelchair people (laughs) which are called a handicap yeah yeah Half man, half wheelchair. That, that would be a wheelchair person. And then, um, you know, that's the gimmick Vince has wanted to do forever. <laughs> which was fine. Metal, they were very respectful. Man. But then other people, as selfish as me, decided to walk down. 
But those people were only selfish because they were very drunk. So it was just like drunk people arguing with, with like <laughs> mentally handicapped people. And so it was like, wait, it's Jericho, it's Jericho. But then it's someone being like, man, fuck you, it's Jer- you're fucking Jericho. <laughs> it was so I couldn't enjoy that match, which was a bummer. But Okada's girl was phenomenal. Do you think this card is better than the last? Oh yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. I dude, this card is the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. This their tag team division is. It could just be a show so about tag teams. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not lying. It could be a promotion where it's like, we just do tag teams. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm there. Because they just uh, signed the... Uh, they're going to have to change their names. But it's like the Super Smash Bros. The Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're these Canadian guys. They're awesome. They got the Lucha Bros. They got the best friends. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else they got. Anyway, the, the tag teams are like... Who do you think goes over World class, like... Beautiful. These, I mean, the tag team matches that these guys have are like magic. Man. I think that's a match where the young bucks have to lose. I think they have to. Yeah, because you can't have the people who are the EPs of the federation win every. Yeah, yeah. Every well, match. and the bucks lost at all in. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think they do need to lose. I think Cody needs to win. I think Omega needs to win. Let's briefly touch upon. Um, well, I'm doing the Ric Flair roast. I've been hinting at it. Woo. This Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Scott's writing for it. Yeah, man. I'm going to write for some of the wrestlers. I don't know how far I'm going to go. I went pretty far the last time. There's a couple things we can't. I can't talk about. That but, you were told specifically? But I feel, like, I feel like Benoit joke should be on the table now. Because of the horseman thing or, and the time? Well, just because there's other things you can't touch during that roast. You know, mm. like, so uh, it's it's kind of like enough time has passed. Can you do Benoit jokes? I'm not sure. I've seen funny visual Benoit jokes. Like, I saw this great clip. I got to send it to you. It's Elias from two, uh, last week going, uh, whoever, the next person who interrupts me is a dead man. And then they edit it to go, and Benoit walks out. Oh, that was really great and funny. Um, but yeah, I think a joke, I, I would have to hear the joke, you know, whatever. The yeah. Context. I, I don't, I don't think you should end on, you know, murder or a kid. Yeah. But if there's a way, you know, if it's about Benoit committing suicide or maybe Benoit's anger, you like find a way Benoit's to acknowledge anger. it. Oh, no, you like, never go after the victims. You no, go after no, yeah. the perpetrator. Yeah, yeah. Dean Ambrose had his last match on Sunday. What are we going to remember about Dean Ambrose in the WWE? Uh, remember when he sprayed mustard and ketchup? <laughs> That's Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins. And, Rollins and then we knew he wasn't like stone was cold. Like, like it was something that could like hit you and like <laughs> affect like your motion. <laughs> it is kind of weird that he was the lunatic and he, and he, he basically recreated the scene from naked gun. Yeah. And, and then, and then Seth Rollins curb stomped him through cement. Oh, I liked that. That I was really I know. I thought that. that was great. But that that was such a strange thing about Ambrose, where he's like, "I'm this. I'm from CCW. I've done these death matches." And they're like, "All right, we'll eventually bring that out when the Shield is over." And then it's like, "All right, what like what weapons can I use?" And it's like <laughs> a pool noodle. <laughs> like it's also a pop it. Yeah, it's also confusing and bad. And I he really uh, he got screwed. And then, I mean, man, his his career in the WWE was not 
great. But he became champ. He was on top, but it wasn't memorable. I mean, what what's like a memorable Dean Ambrose match? Well, I thought some of those early on matches with Seth were really good. Yes, I agree. The Lumberjack match at SummerSlam was really good. They had one that was a dusty finish, a ladder match, that I thought was really good. As far as feuds besides that, I was fine with the Jericho one. People thought it was pretty underwhelming, but I I was fine with it. It got... What was that, like, lunatic match? There was, like, a match, and it was, like... Oh, it was, like, the... What was the, what was that match? Like, it was, like, the... And he was, like... And there was that plant was like that the he liked. Lunatic oh, yeah, this was the asylum match with the Jericho. The asylum match. Which Jericho takes credit for. He maybe should not take credit for exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. It's he like, loves he, it. He thought of the money in the bank, and it's like, yeah, say that one all the time. Don't bring up Ambrose's asylum or whatever <laughs> Well, that if you ask Jericho, he loves that match. Oh, he does love yeah. it. He he loves the uh, the net the uh, the thumbtack spot. I I heard him on a podcast. He got he got mad when people shit on it. Yeah, I love Jericho. Well, then yeah. it's a great man. If Jericho says it's good, it's good. I love yeah, him. but that's a good question. I he had a he had a feud with Luke Harper that nobody really remembers. He had a feud with Wade Barrett that nobody Bray really Wyatt. remembers. That was like, Bray Wyatt. Had some, they had some great matches. Yeah, but then remember like a uh, that was when like. Bray's like hologram was in the ring and right and yeah still better than the bugs at WrestleMania 33 I thought that could have been good that was so stupid I know but I really thought it could work you can't put holograms in a match they haven't figured that one out new yet. rule <laughs> new rule in pro wrestling you can't put unless you're the undertaker no holograms the Undertaker is the only guy who's able to get away with that goofy fucking shit yeah where it's like a lightning bolt hit the ring <laughs> Because he summoned it. Or a fake diesel. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never complained about an Undertaker anything. I think the one that may have been... May have been... He he almost went too far was um, when he had... When he controlled the guy's speaking voice. <laughs> and he started speaking through a backstage correspondent. He possessed Josh Matthews. Yeah, Josh Matthews, friend of the show. He possessed Josh Matthews, and Josh Matthews started talking like the Undertaker with an Undertaker voice. Was was it the Undertaker like behind a curtain speaking? They dubbed it over. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of fun. That's great. That shows at least they're working. Like a lot of the stuff you watch and you go, "What? Who even? Where was the effort?" That's like, all right, let's get him in the booth. Josh, try to follow. <laughs> 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 they also had, uh, they recreated the Stephanie spot once, you know, where to Stephanie, but they did it with Teddy Long. I remember that. Did you see that? Yeah. Let me have this limo, pre- player. Oh, man, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Teddy's fault, though. That's not Taker's <laughs> fault. That's all Teddy. Oh, I miss that guy. And let's briefly touch upon the roster moves. Does Raw or SmackDown look more promising? We recorded this on a Monday before Raw and SmackDown. So I guess, you know, only time will tell. We're seeing the first uh, iterations of those matches tonight and tomorrow. We it, got it doesn't, AJ on Raw. Yeah. You know what it is? It's You know why it doesn't feel as big? I, I figured it out. It's because, because now we've gone back to, like, pay-per-views being dually brand mm. branded it doesn't feel like that much of a switch because once a month you're seeing all these guys on the same show anyway 
Yeah, for sure. And, and it, it, it just all seems like a blurred continuation of another thing. I'm constantly confused on who's on what for the most part. I mean, especially once you get to the mid-card and below, I feel like they are on both shows anyway for some reason. Right. They don't even acknowledge why. It's like, oh, he stopped in to visit. It makes no sense half the time. Yeah. They're on SmackDown, right? They're not SmackDown. I'm glad they got rid of Backlash, but then I was bummed out that they're replacing it with a Saudi show. I love Backlash, but Backlash should be a month after Mania. Yeah. Um, and they were going to do it after Money in the Bank, and that makes no sense to mm-hmm. me. I think you're going to see the real like the real shape of at least at least the summer and the beginning of the fall, like until the road to WrestleMania. You're going to see the shape of it at Money in the Bank. I think these next couple weeks are just going to be trying shit out. And seeing what fits. That, that's what I'm, I'm. I'm interested in this week because I really felt like there was there was moments last week where I'm like, are they really going with this Vince's ruining everything angle, like the whole Viking experience? I was like, are they trying to make it so bad that like the storyline is get out of here now it's good and then they give us good stuff? It's like that's a terrible marketing plan. I know. That would be like Burger King being like, hey, we're going to put pubes. For the next month, we're putting pubes in all of your burgers. (laughs) But don't worry. I think the Viking After that, you get a dollar for every burger. That is 100% a Vince McMahon pushed idea. He's he's like, they have to, they have to, they have to know. I heard it was, yeah, I heard it was like day, it was day of like, I under, look, I also understand maybe not wanting to use war raiders because what is a war berserkers. raider what is a war a war raider it sounds like a guy in nam like a, a, a troop of guys in nam who showed up to a village and raped a bunch of people <laughs> that's a war raider right well that's what a viking is <gasps> you, you can't oh my god he never, was like how do never, we call ever, him rapist without never, error, never err on the side of vince mcmahon making holy shit the tasteful decision by the way yeah so vince did the right thing <laughs> <laughs> he was War, like, "What's their story? What's the their storyline?" And Triple H was like, "They're ra- they're rapists." No, and he was like, "All right, said. let's think." And then they thought, and he was like, "Well, everyone knows Vikings are rapists, but they don't uh, necessarily." And then Vince is like, "Call the Vikings." Yeah, I agree with Vince now. <laughs> All right, let's go into indie horror show stories. <laughs> before before I read through this list that was provided uh, by Bleach Report, it's a pretty fucking amazing list, I gotta say. That's great. Um, Scott, you were telling me about a show that you went to before WrestleMania 35, and it's still like one of the funniest. Dude. It's one of the funniest things that I've ever heard in my life. All right. I live in Jersey City, right? WrestleMania weekend, White Eagle Hall has four shows a day. I'm trying to go to all of them. I can't. How much is it? They're like 30 each, right? $30 each? 30 or 35, right? For each show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go to all of them. I wanted to. I went to two. So I go to Bloodsport. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Bloodsport is like MMA and WWE It's like the movie together. Bloodsport. Yeah, they, they take away uh, the ring ropes, and it looks like they're beating the shit out of each other. It's like it's like planned MMA fighting. That's what I gathered from it, at yeah. least. Right? Um, then my buddy, who's uh, he's like a heavy metal kid you know we went to high school together and i'm i'm loyal i don't care what he's into yeah. now <laughs> and uh really in heavy metal he's like we got to go to i don't know i feel bad saying the name but i got it it's uh Blackcraft wrestling right yeah. they're also a t-shirt company and the show starts at midnight 
but it actually started at like 12.20, and I guess there's a hard out of 3 o'clock, which still, 12.20 to 3, okay, you, you can... You can put on a you good can do event. It. No. <laughs> they <laughs> did not. So, <laughs> Pentagon was on the show, David Starr, um, I'm trying to think of other indie wrestlers that we like really enjoy. Anyway, what was the opening every match? single wrestler... The opening match was supposed to be Jimmy Havoc versus somebody, and then Jimmy Havoc posted a photo that day of like a huge gash in his body, and he so, was like, oh, "I can't make it." So, who's now on AEW, right? Didn't Jimmy Havoc? Yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. Which is awesome. Anyway, let me explain this. Every wrestler we wanted to see, I'm not exaggerating, was in a 45 second match. <laughs> I'm not like Pentagon was in a minute and 30 second match, and he lost to Simon Grimm. <laughs> so Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch, Basically right? Simon yeah. Grimm now. Yes, it's Simon Grimm now. So we're like, well, most of us came here to see him, and it was a minute and 30 seconds. And he lost, right? Then David Starr's match doesn't even happen. He just, like, the referee rings the bell immediately for no, like, like someone hit <laughs> someone in the nuts or something, right? Gangrel was in a match. Oh Maybe 19-minute match. Oh, my God. It's like, hey, hey, Blackcraft. We know it's a bunch of, like, Hocus Pocus Hot Topic fans that are here. But I promise you they don't want to see a 19-minute Gangrel match. Just because they all look like Gangrel doesn't mean it's what they want to fucking Gangrel see. Gangrel now looks so bad. He looks... I've never seen, a, like, a fat vampire... You don't get to be the... Fa the idea is, like, they're starving and they want the blood and it's hard to acquire. It's not like, oh, I got all of this blood. come out the brood music? With the brood music? I don't know. I don't remember if it was... I don't know, because it was taped. I mean, we could actually watch this. But it's like a 19-minute match. I mean, his tongue looks great. He was still going. He can he, he can move, but we didn't want it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he he's one of those guys. He, you know... Were people cheering? He's a boom? carny. They were indifferent. They were upset. I, okay, <laughs> the biggest pop of the night, Teddy Hart was on the show. Very short match. Phoenix was on the show in the same match. I'm telling you, the match was two minutes, if that, and there was like ten guys in it, right? Teddy Hart brings out his cat. It's part of his gimmick. Right. It's not, though. He just brings out his cat. No. He never acknowledges It's never like part of it. It's just, I have a cat. Yeah, cool, it's an emotional right? support animal. Yeah, it's great. Everyone's loving this fucking cat, right? But then... The match is over, like immediately, so we don't get the cat. The next match is like some Japanese legend, and everyone's like trying to be respectful. And then all of a sudden, someone goes, and this is like an old, old Japanese man that everyone like stood up and clapped for. I forget his name. They're like very happy to see him. Two minutes into the match, we finally realize what it's gonna be. Some guy in the back goes, "Bring back the cat!" And everyone goes, "Bring back the cat! Bring back the cat!" And these guys are going through tape. There's like a 60 year old man went through a table. Anyway, I I can't believe. It. Okay, this is how the show ends. Main event title match: John Morrison. Who's Johnny Blackcraft, right? Fights David Starr. Does he just John Morrison versus David Starr. Yeah, I guess so. This could be because no one's going to buy a ticket for him anyway, so it doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah. Like if you, that, and that's a real. I'm not insulting. Like he has to know that, otherwise yeah. he wouldn't change his name. I'm not changing my name every show I go to. I pray <laughs> to God somebody looks for me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, there. It's David Starr, John Morrison. It's a 10-second match. I'm not exaggerating. 10 seconds. Everyone's like, fuck this shit. 
the the man the the runner of Blackcraft who's yeah. like like a puppet master type guy like right. a, he comes out and he's like and no some other guy comes out and he's like I want my title match and he's like you won't get it you the only way you'll get a title match is over my dead body right and then the guy goes okay and like fake slits the promoter's throat <laughs> and then blood shoots like into the sky <laughs> Like like a hose of blood. So he kills him. Into this, he killed the guy, and the guy collapses, and then he starts storming to the ring. Right, this is how smart these fans are. So he starts storming to the ring, and John Morrison is in the ring. He's the champion. <laughs> the guy starts storming to the ring, and this guy next to me goes, oh! he taps his friend. He goes, he said over his dead body, and now he's dead. He's gonna fight him. <laughs> And this wasn't. And we were like, "Yeah, we." You think he just randomly murdered the guy? He did it because he said it was over his dead body. It's the worst wrestling storyline ever. <laughs> and then that match was just choruses of "This is bullshit. We want our money back." Right? Yeah. We were all furious. It's like two fifty-eight at this point. And they Show needs to end at the three. Beginning, right? They crucified a fan in the beginning. <laughs> what does that mean? Crucified for them? Like tie. I mean, it's a cross, but it's like, yeah, like tie, like a bunch of like, like, you know, those like, uh, those like colorful lights you get, like if you went to like a town's fireworks, yeah, they would, like, yeah. hand out. it was like, those were wrapped around his arm <laughs> and, and he was crucified at the beginning of the show, stayed that way the whole show. So if I thought the show was shit, this guy had to sit through it crucified the whole time. Anyway, <laughs> do people ever bring him up again? Or is he just crucified watching the show? No, no one brings him Plus, up. Plus, he's, he's just sitting there chilling. He's probably drunk in indie wrestling. Dude. He's just got to piss the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's midnight. Anyway, show needs to end at 3. It's 2.58, right? Okay. This match that no one asked for is happening. John Morrison versus random motherfucker who just murdered a guy, right? It ends. New champion, whoever this guy is. We don't know who he is. We're fucking booing him, right? He's celebrating, and then all of a sudden, he's like raising <laughs> the title of it. All of a sudden, over the mic. I'm, this is the, this is the words. I'm not. This is not me saying it. This is some guy over the god mic going. You guys gotta get the fuck out of here. It's 258. If you don't get the fuck out right now, if you don't get out right now, we are not gonna be able to do the shows tomorrow. We're not gonna be able to do the shows tomorrow. And then all these fucking losers are going to the shows tomorrow. So they run. They run out of the building. <laughs> That's. It was the worst show. That I've is. Ever been to. That is the most. That is the most pro wrestling thing I've ever like. Like you're shitting out. on something, but then immediately when it's when there's the the chance that like, we might not get away. more of this, everybody <laughs> run <laughs> for the hills. <laughs> it was uh, whoo, yeah, man. Like when, it was WrestleMania 35, and we're all trying to leave on trains. I may have told this last week, but. Um, when 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 like we start chanting, "This is bullshit," because it was taking a while. One of the cops was just like, "Shut up!" And then we all did. Because <laughs> oh, we're all just giant fucking so pussies. Bad, man. This is a real. And I I don't know if I've ever told it on this podcast, but I've told it before. This is the worst indie show that I ever went to. Um, Zach, tell me, stop me if you I've, I've you've heard this one already, but my uh. You know, my cousin's neighbor growing up was like an amateur pro wrestler. And have I told you this one? Okay. So I know I know this has been on one podcast at least. But he was like an amateur pro wrestler. And uh, they knew I was really into wrestling at the time. And like, you, should, you should come see my cousin next door. It's like, okay, cool. So we go to this like VFW hall, right? And we're waiting for this guy to come on. And like the main event is like doink for somebody, but it's not really doink. Mm-hmm. 
and we're waiting for this guy to come on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, like German national anthem music like starts playing really loud. This dude comes out as a neo-Nazi. Whoa. And my cousins, who didn't know what a swastika was, well, not, not a swastika, but like a Z-Kyle was, this guy starts z and my little cousin starts Z-Kyling back. And I'm like, no, stop, you can't do that. You can't do that. Whoa. And everybody was just like, this is fucking weird. Fast forward, oh, no. three months later, they saw him getting into his car in a clan rope <laughs> to go to one of these events again. He like wore it outside of his house to like. Why are you giving him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> and thinking he's his his storyline just progressed? Pulled, Why do you think pulled over by a, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. pulled over by yeah. a black cop? He's like, oh no no, oh no no, no. this is a my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it he funny. I'm like, like a guy like in a clan room ro- robe checking his mirrors and making sure. <laughs> That he backs right. up into yeah. the space properly. <laughs> like he's following the rules of the road. Putting in quarters into a meter. <laughs> <laughs> that was the saddest thing I saw in Santa Monica. Oh, I was about no. to the West Side Comedy Theater, and there was this some dude in a clown outfit just putting his money into a parking. Oh. It was, oh my God. It was it was like one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Well, you know, the first time I ever saw a little person was at an indie show. And, th- and, that, and that's what I was saying before. It was like in the 90s, indie shows were... They were kind of like sideshows a little bit. Uh, yeah. And, and it was like all these people who at this point were not allowed to be what people used to treat them as, right? Yeah. They got into wrestling. That's what it seemed like to me at least. And so it was like – it was always like the fattest person you ever saw ever was on an indie wrestling show, not being able to move but being in the ring. You know, like uh, yeah. I remember like – I remember being like petrified of little people and but like needing more like I, I remember wanting to go to indie shows because the little people were so captivating to me like to see someone my size be so angry I was like seven or whatever you know? yeah yeah and then I remember my mother trying to convince we went to the Jersey Shore right wrestling show at the Jersey Shore 1999 right yeah I used to go to the Jersey Shore with my mother every year is the best dude 1999 Sugar Ray's on the radio, right? <laughs> Every morning there's a halo hanging from the corner, right? <laughs> then my dad came on. This is the first time my dad ever came on vacation with us, and it was like, it was like Papa Roach channels, and right, it was. It got much sad, and she's like, "You need to take him to this wrestling. He likes wrestling." That was like fine. So we go to the wrestling, and my dad's there. My dad was always irritated that I idolized these people and didn't like give him that. If that makes any sense, yeah. which I, I could see that if, if I'm a father being irritated by that. But the way he would handle it was always like I. So I remember watching the match and Crowbar came out and I was like, this guy's crazy. And my dad was like, I would I would just shoot him. <laughs> oh and it was like God. that was always the th- like dad is a former cop. Yeah, it was always like. It was always like, I like this wrestler. And he was just like, if he tried that on me, I would have to murder him. Like it was I remember him like threatening like telling me he could kill Chris Rock. And I was like, Yeah, I know. I know that. But it was just like this idea that when I was a kid I idolized Chris Rock. And so it was just like, Hey, I just want you to know I could I could shoot him to death. (laughs) Okay, thanks. It was and and so I remember How like was your wife not like a made for TV movie? <laughs> so I remember that specific Indian show, King Kong Bundy. The Patriot, Crowbar, and I remember just every time my dad being like, I would win in a fight with a gun. if I had a gun. <laughs> so of course cool. he would. I know, it's the best. <laughs> that, 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 was, uh, that was my indie experience there. There was a reason I started bringing that one up, though. 
Well, it was, uh, you were talking about little people in wrestling. Because I, I remember I did the Houston Whatever Comedy Festival, and they had uh, little uh, micro wrestling, which is like little person wrestling. Oh, that's what they called it? Micro wrestling? I guess, yeah. I mean, whatever name you're going to come up with is like offensive. Yeah. Uh, and the promoter came out. And this was right when you knew you weren't supposed to say the word midget anymore. You were supposed to say little person, which I don't know how that's any better, by the way, but... Yeah. Uh, and this guy just comes up, grabs the mic, goes, these midgets are going to beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> and that's really what it becomes. It becomes. It, it does. And that was so captivating. It was when the, when the little people came out, it became like, like I was at the zoo. It was like something different. It was like. How do you think they determined who the champion was? Within midgets? Just, just guess. Uh, uh, the micro wrestling. It's got to be. The hottest midget. It actually was. Yeah. But it, it was just the midget with the longest arms, so he could hold oh the title. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go through these. Let's go through some of these. Uh, I, I sent you guys these lists. Uh, Bleacher Report. I mean, there's just Dang. so much fucking garbage on this list. But I guess we'll start with Doomsday Wrestling, which was like this. It was. It was kind of like... Like they wanted it to be funny, so they like the main event was Poop Deck Peterson versus Dirty Sanchez. Which who is that for? It's it's dude. Re- things are hard enough to sell tickets for. Why right. are you like completely saying, "Hey, most people don't come to this"? <laughs> That's what you're saying. Right? I also it was like it, it was something like it, there was also something about it like where it was like you got a free spaghetti dinner. But who wants to eat at all with what was the main event? Poop Deck Peterson versus Dirty Sanchez. Yeah. Who wants to have a bowl of anything when you're watching Poop and Dirty Sanchez fight? Number 11 was on this list was uh, Wrestlelicious. And it was it was basically uh, Glow. Oh, but with Jimmy Hart. With Jimmy Hart. Which means (laughs) he's very, very rapey. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That's what it means. That I mean, that's why it was so strange. <laughs> Wrestlelicious? Yeah. Or Jimmy Hart? Wrestlelicious. Wrestlelicious is just the worst. Uh, and then there was incredibly strange wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Can you name some wrestlers from that? Because there was Harley Racist, Cletus the Fetus Kincaid, and the Abortionists. <laughs> I don't even... Incredibly strange! How, how can you promote that well, show? How is an abortionist incredibly where you, strange? Where do you promote that show? You can only promote it on Reddit. It was in San Francisco. It was It was supposed to be... Uh, well, look at this. No FX performed during one of these shows. Whoa. It's pretty big. That is big. <laughs> this was in the 90s? This was the wrestling boom? Because yeah. bum fights was a thing. This had to be like during the time uh, bum of bum fights. Bum fights is the worst, man. I remember oh, bum fights made me so Even sick. Even when I was like in, in a teenager and I was like, this is like, I, I knew it was wrong. Like, and you know, you don't have like a fucking, you really don't have a moral compass when you're like in middle school or high school. Like, oh, yeah. you're like, just like, whatever's the most fucked up thing is the funniest. Yeah. Like, I remember like watching, like they paid like a, like a homeless person, like eat a piece of glass. And I'm like, this is like fucked. Yeah. I remember initially being like, oh, this is fun. And then I remember they did like the home. It was like the crocodile hunter, but it was homeless people. And they'd be sleeping and he would like duct tape their mouths and arms and they'd oh, wake Jesus. up panicking. And it's like, yeah, they think they're about to be murdered. 
And they yeah. were like, "Is f- did that guy ever go to jail or get sued?" No, he went on doctor. I don't know. He had to have been some. I mean, and, does he feel bad now? I know he went on Doctor Phil and just like shaved his head like him, and stood there. Uh, <laughs> well, he was in the he was in like he was in the audience. Oh no 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 no! Doctor Phil had him on the show. It was like we're gonna interview the bum fights guy, <laughs> not like to promote his shit to tell him he's wrong. You know, to go, what are you doing? And so the guy. Came on the show and Dr. Phil introduces him and he walks out with his head completely shaved with the same mustache as Dr. Phil. He's dressed just like Dr. Phil. And the guy sits down and Dr. Phil's like, yeah, you can go. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, you can leave. And he's like, oh, I'm here to defend myself. And he's like, no, you're making a mockery. And then he just made the guy leave. And the guy left. And then they just didn't do the show about him. It was like, they're just like, all right, uh, we're changing the topic. Like, it's, yeah, it was like a very surreal. <laughs> the funny thing is, I changed the topic is Dr. Phil has got all these fucked up people backstage he could just bring out. Yeah, yeah, I He's love like, that. All idea. right, people who masturbate to fires, bring them out yeah. here. Open the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I said, my, I thought a great idea for a show would be like all those girls. I used to have a bit about it, but I could never make the bit quite work. But it was all those girls that he would put in a teenage camps. Yeah. Like, you, like, drop Dr. Phil off in the middle of the night in the woods, and they all hunt Dr. Phil. <laughs> How great would that show be? Oh, it's like the reverse of the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, I guess micro. this is Micro Wrestling Federation. And mine was, like, Micro Championship Wrestling. Um, and it was just, you know, little people fighting each other. Oh, and then there's Extreme Midget Wrestling. Naked Women's Wrestling League. I remember that. I used to watch that. You did? Yeah. So Carmen Electra was, yes. I guess, the Vince McMahon of it? or Yeah. It was uh, terrible. I mean, they were naked women. It was... Remember that? And I guess maybe it still exists, but there was a time, obviously, when, like, pay-per-view was blowing up. Pay-per-view porn was blowing up. And then yeah. you'd watch it, and it was, like, rarely sex. It was a lot of just, like... A lady, like, butt naked, uh, grinding on a palm, like a palm tree. Like, yeah, that was, like, it was, the thing. It was, yeah, it was, like, yeah. almost like, like, they were all ripping off Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, it was always, it was always like, but who, who's paying for this? And that was what that was. These women were, like, wrestling poorly. They weren't, like... Were they ever naked? No one was wet. Yeah, they were butt naked. But it was, like, you know, they were just, like... It didn't. It's so weird. It's not it's stimulating. Just bizarre, it wasn't It's just such a bizarre thing to master. Because like, now it's, like, you can get all the porn you want online. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's, it's like, like, what are you it's, doing? It's, it, it what are you doing odd. getting that? Well, it becomes strange. But, it, but it's not strange enough to be a fetish. Like, there's guys who are into, like, you know, like, giant women crushing them. And I'm not talking about, like, obese women. I'm talking about, like, like their thing is, like, you know, like, you know, attack of the 50-foot woman, like, crushing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I understand that, but if it's just naked people wrestling. Oh, it's odd. I mean, apparently that was Kaufman's thing. If you want to go off of the book, um, and Man on the Moon, the Kaufman thing is... He he would get hard ons with these women. Eating oh, sex that's with true. These women after. You know, it would be a show I'd watch, and not for sexual reasons, but it would just be like a fun fun show. Would be uh, stripper green rooms, them fighting over money, like real fights, oh, like yeah. image of the right, like like bitch, you fucking. Did you ever see Cat House the series? Yeah, with Dennis yeah. Hoff. Yeah, that was that wasn't bad. A friend that... of ours, uh, he lost his virginity that way. Ray Goose. Oh yeah, man, good for him. Yeah, that might be the way to lose it. Not to Dennis Hoff, but at Cat House. <laughs> Cat House still exists? Yeah, right. still there. That and the Chicken Ranch. There's a few places. The Chicken Ranch? Yeah, that's like the one I think that's like closest to Vegas. I've heard. 
Uh, <laughs> I've actually never been to like. You know, it's not a bad walk, man. I've you never, just need the right kind. Of, <laughs> they say you need good sneakers, <laughs> and you could walk. Just uh, the amount of New Balances coming into the Chicken Ranch. Oh, uh, prefer. That's got and you know sneaker for the Sad John New Balance. At least one of those women too has to like have a thing where she's like, I notice their shoes. Like every man who walks in here has the grossest shoes <laughs> and socks that like hang, like slide down their ankles. Well, because it really, I think, so I, gross. especially like Bunny Ranch, it's got to be like, look, I have no problem with fucking anyone paying for sex. No, me. Uh, it's it's the stupidest thing to make illegal. But like, but like, but like, uh, Bunny Ranch has got to be the weirdest group of people. Because if you're like a billionaire, I guess not Robert Kraft didn't do that, but. If you're a billionaire, you're gonna like pay for a high profile escort, yes. right? Or, and if you're like poor, you're just gonna go go to like a rub and tug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like these guys, it's like it's almost like the really poor people who like save up to go to WrestleMania every yeah, year. Yeah. Like that's the demo of people who go to. But like Bunny, like oh, I, sp- I, sp- I saved all my overtime money to fly uh, to Vegas. How much would it, uh, is it? I think it's like, uh, I think he gets like a, it's at least a grand. Yeah, that sounds right. Got to be a grand. And then you look like, because I've been on the site, and you look on the site, and it's it's just like, they're fine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. know you, oh, you go on the site and look yeah, at Yeah, you women. can see like who's in the roster that week. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, but you, you expect that it's going to be like, ooh, this is going to be like the Playboy Mansion. And you're like, oh, it's my mom's second most attractive friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this one's a weird one. <laughs> Nas- National Wrestling Federation Kids Pro Wrestling. This is just really weird that this was a thing. It's, I understand the idea, like that, the, and by idea, I mean like that first minute. The Jerry Sandusky put money for the down payment. Like that first minute of going, well, children like wrestling, children will come see children wrestle. Because I remember there was a wrestling promotion that came to my school when I was in middle school. And what they did was they said, hey, who's like one of the most beloved teachers in town? Yeah. And then the school tells them, and then they let that teacher be involved in a match. So they let one of our teachers do the rock bottom, and all these kids went to the show at night. They loved it. You know, like, all these kids came out, made their parents spend money just so they could see their teacher wrestle. I think that's really smart. Well, that's what they did. They did that with the Harlem, like, there's this, like, when my high school, it was like a knockoff of the Harlem Globetrotters. I forget what they were called. Um... I want to say Washington Wizards, but that's a real team. It's a real team. Uh, but it was like our, our my math teacher, like Mr. DeBerry, went up against him. And they still like beat the shit out of all these teachers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they were like like doing like fun dribbling things, but they still like, you know, could starch all these yeah, guys. Yeah. It, it wasn't even close. <laughs> I remember my high school. He was bragging about professional basketball players owning his teachers. <laughs> Because he's still, his his memory, he can't look back on memories with his brain now. He has to go to his brain then. So he's like, like, these teachers really got beat. They, they, you can you believe the teacher couldn't even fight the wrestler? (laughs) New, new, new wrestling evolution. There, I guess there's just some Italian promotion, which, uh, and I've watched one of these matches, but they use old. It was like like WCW at its worst. So in 2008, the headline, I mean, the main event was Orlando Jordan versus the Ultimate Warrior. And man, I mean, like, it's actually not as bad as you think because I, I think Orlando Jordan just kind of works his ass off. Yeah. 
to try to like make it look okay. Where is he right now? Well, that was probably a dream. Orlando Jordan. I don't know if he's in the business anymore. But probably not. We know where Warrior is. Hell. Was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's in hell or not. Uh, but he definitely had some. He definitely had some opinions. Yeah. What a fucking jerk. Yeah, that's been that's been the craziest of his his like his whitewashing has been so. Has been that so DVD bizarre. was really that that was that might be their top like top three best selling DVDs, right? Oh, the uh, self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. The Warrior. Was, yeah, DVDs, absolutely. That the EC those VHSs though, like were on fire back during the Attitude Era. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they they were killing it. Like I got like the Mankind one, the Rock one, the. Stone I got Cold the Steve Austin one. Stone Cold Six Pack, it was called, and it was six VHSs. How much was that? I don't remember. I was a child. My mom got it for me. And there's Juggalo Championship Wrestling, who I've ran into those guys before, and oof, yikes. They're not. It's like a bunch of, it's like Sting cosplay. Yeah, it's Sting cosplay. And I, I think the last one that I'll just talk about here, which I just think it's funny because it again just shows you like this is. This is like like they, they they thought this was erotic again, um, which was oh, where is it right now? It's this they they were called Athrich. At, oh oh yeah okay yeah, uh, women's erotic wrestling events, um, and it was like two sorority girls mud wrestling in a kiddie pool. There's a, a adult entertainer oil rumble battle royal elimination. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's like a bachelor party thing. Yeah, and then there's... You know, all of these things serve their purpose besides Blackcraft wrestling. One of these promotions called Hustle just had M. Bison as, like, the champion (laughs) (laughs) from Street Fighter. There was also another one. um, you got to check out this list, which was... uh, I guess it was called JD Star, and it was a Japanese promotion started by Jaguar Yakota attempted to promote Athritress's... A combination of athletes and actresses. Holy so shit. So I guess that that was just like Jessica Chastin versus Diane Lane. <laughs> I'm not sure how that even worked. Celebrity Deathmatch was good. That was great. They need, they tried to bring that back, right? And they just couldn't because it's like, you know, people are too violent now, I guess. I think that, you know, I just think that like it's hard to bring anything back. Yeah. Nobody watches TV anymore, dude. Yeah. What do you think of C- CCW, CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling? What do I think of CZW? Yeah. I, I just feel bad for those guys whenever they're in. Yeah, I feel really ter- terrible for a lot of them. I, I've, I've seen a lot of them you know, out and about in other promotions. Uh, I think so many of them are so talented. Right. Like, I've seen things... In CZW clips, wrestling moves where I'm like, "How the hell did this?" And I'm not talking about ultra violent. I'm talking about well done. But that's in highlights. When you watch full matches and stuff, you go, "Oh, there's something missing here." Yeah. And the the death matches, I I can't get into them. I used to when I was a kid, and Mick Foley and discovering them was really interesting. Yeah, but that was different when Foley and Terry Funk today because like Foley was like a great wrestler and so was Funk. Oh yeah, yeah, and it. I just I I remember watching like Japanese death because I always had pay per view. We had an illegal box, and so I remember watching like Japanese death matches in in the late nineties, and always thinking like 
they they all look like crackheads. Like all deathmatch yeah. wrestlers, they look like crackheads. Most of them are are doing something. I mean, yeah, like the, you're supposed to feel pain. It's supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to feel good. You're not supposed to enjoy it. If you do, it's because there's something wrong. You're supposed to fix that. You don't go, hey, this. Let's try to make money from this <laughs> this error. In the last the last promotion, the dramatic dream team. Um I guess I guess it's another one that's fucking goofy, like try to be funny. But Chikara does the, a great job. The champions included a monkey, a ladder, and a poster. Yeah, man. This is very common. And some people like it. That's like the PWG thing. Where uh, Chucky e. T threw the fake grenade and everybody acted like they blew up in the ring. Oh, that's fun. And that's a good time, you know. And then you got someone like Cornette, who's like, "What the fuck?" Like, like he's he's sitting there actually going like, "These men are are affected by this fake right, grenade." It's like, and it's like, no, like, how do you not like? You can't. Like the the argument to somebody who's like who say, who gets angry at goofy wrestling spots is like, okay, well then just go read Grapes of Wrath. Like, do something that's actually, yeah, like, has some sort of real artistic merit. Don't like, like, um, and I'm not trying to sound like a mark, even though I I have all the right to. That's the show. But when Omega fought the little girl, or when I see when I see Ibushi fight a blow up doll, you go, oh wow, these guys. So my girlfriend, those are her favorite matches to watch. She'll be like, hey, bring up that thing where that guy fought a. I think Ibushi may be the best wrestler in the world right now. I think he might be. Yeah, Uh, and. The reason she likes it and the reason I like it is because they actually pull off a match. And so you get to watch how much of the work is really dependent on a person, you know, and, and how much is like an effort and this and that. And and um, yeah. I don't know. It's cool to see. I saw, you know, New Japan had they're, they're, Oh, so they're doing that joint. Uh, AEW is doing a joint thing with CEO, that video game company. Okay. In like June or July, they're doing a show, right? And they did one last oh, June or July. Oh, they're going to have an AEW video game then, right? At some point. Oh, I would hope so. And uh, actually, I heard the rumor is they're going back to the guys who made... And, and it, I mean, it's not even a rumor. Nick or Matt Jackson during one of the comic cons... Like uh, No Mercy? Mentioned it. They're working with those guys. Thank God. Yeah. Because the new WWE games are so fucking hard. Yeah, they want a game. I mean, I don't know if you have like a Nintendo Switch, but my girl's kid's got a Nintendo Switch. All she plays is these games that the whole idea is they look like old games. They came out this year, but they right. look, they well, all look no like mer- The best Nintendo games ever games. were like No Mercy. WCW versus The World. Versus versus the world. Yeah, yeah, because it was just easy. You just got your power up. You did your finisher. Yeah. And, and, and that was and it. Apparently he, because they asked, someone asked in the audience about a video game, and one of them was like, well, what if there was a group of guys who wanted to make a game like No Mercy? And what if those guys contacted those guys? And now they're like, you know, that was his way of hinting. It was just telling everybody, hey, we're working on it. And we're talking to these guys from the past, actually. Because we great. all in this room know those are the best games. Those were the best games. It's going to be so fun. And, and the ones they have now are like... It's, it's such just, a niche thing. It's it's just so... You know, the, the ones they have now are just... They're too difficult. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't play them. I can't you, play them. Yeah, you, you want to play No Mercy, man. You don't want to play like... Yeah, like, I, I agree with you. Even if you're a video game, you really want to learn how to like wrestle fake well. Yep, like, yep. Anyway, we got to um, wrap things up. What do you got to promote, Zach? Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Pack of Fools on YouTube. Uh, we do podcasts, comedy skits, and it's a lot of fun. Go subscribe to that channel. Scotty boy. All right. I will be, hold on, let me bring it up. This weekend, I'm at New York Comedy Club. 
on Saturday. You should come to that, all right? But also, I'm in Jersey next Thursday. I don't know where. Follow me at Scott underscore Chaplin, <laughs> and I'll let you know there, baby. Uh, as it's been announced, I will be on the dais for the Ric Flair roast at StarCast. I'm also doing Ron Funch's comedy show the night before. Uh, I'll be in L.A. the next month, so I'll be doing shows out here. I mean, this comes out on Thursday, so I'm doing a show at NYU tonight. Um, But I'm going to be doing shows in L.A., and then I have all my road dates up on my website, dancestgermain.net. Rate and subscribe to this podcast. The show I wrote for uh, Alternatino comes out in June on Comedy Central. Um, But, uh, you know... Most importantly, I really want to get some of these live events filled up because uh, I get a bonus. So, uh, if you guys are in, if you guys are in town, please come out and support and uh, ask your local club to have me because Papa doesn't have a writing job right now (laughs) because the WGA and ATA are in a death match. Uh, My website is dancestreet.net. Like I said, rate and subscribe this podcast, leave the reviews, tell your friends about it. Um, Let's talk soon.